Welcome to the Canadian Outdoor Attic Podcast, where I talk everything outdoors with a focus on hunting in Canada's great wilderness. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode one of the Canadian Outdoor Addict podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to do an intro, uh, talk about myself a little bit. And then uh, for the second part of the episode, I'll talk about how my 2018 uh, hunting season went here in uh, Canada. And uh, then to finish it off, I'll talk a little bit about some of the episodes that we're going to have coming up in the future. So I'll start off by giving a bit of an introduction, uh, talk about a little bit uh, about who I am and some of my background. I was uh, born and raised in uh, Prince Edward Island. Um, I lived there until I was uh, about 17. Um, And then uh, I joined the military and I've lived kind of uh, all over Canada since then. I moved out to uh, to Edmonton, Alberta. I lived there for a couple of years, and then uh, and then got posted to uh, New Brunswick, uh, Gagetown in in New Brunswick, and I was there for four years, and then uh, got posted back out to uh, to Edmonton, uh, and I lived there for four years, and I just recently got posted to uh, Wainwright, Alberta, and that's where I'm living at right now. So I've been in Alberta for. The last uh, five or six years, uh, and then I was in New Brunswick for a bit, and I've lived in PEI. So throughout that time, I got to spend uh, quite a bit of time in all kinds of uh, different areas of Canada, and I got to kind of experience things uh, everywhere from Canada's east coast uh, to the west coast um, to now kind of living uh, in in the prairies right on the border with Saskatchewan. Um and I've got to meet people from all over Canada as well, which is kind of nice uh, because I've done multiple uh, trips across Canada and uh, and get to get to meet up with people all along the way and uh, see. Basically, I've got to see all all the different uh, sides of Canada. Um, so um, I'll talk a little bit about uh, I guess uh, uh, my outdoor experience. Um, I, I really, I, I started off, uh, I was really involved, I guess, in the, in the outdoors ever since I was a kid, uh, whenever I was growing up in Canada or whenever I was growing up in, uh, in PEI, uh, I, I wasn't, uh, really into, into hunting too much as a kid, but I was, uh, really big into fishing and basically I used to spend, uh, all day outside um and i would take my fishing rod to school with me um i go i go fishing right after school and then i'd I'd ride my bike home home uh, after i was done fishing come home with a bag full of trout and then i would uh i remember taking days off school whenever i was uh opening day for for fishing season and going out with my buddies and we'd bike around and we'd hit all the holes and and uh everything like that so i grew up fishing trout a lot in pei and i also uh um, i had lots of uh, lots of land lots of space that i could play around in so i spent a fair amount of time outside but uh pei doesn't really we don't have any big game in pei and i didn't really grow up in a family where uh, hunting was very prevalent so um, i didn't really grow up hunting too much and i never really got into hunting until i kind of joined the army uh, so whenever I, uh, whenever I joined the army, um, 
I got obviously uh, spent a lot more time in the outdoors. Got to learn a lot about uh, a lot about survival and uh, really. Uh, spend a lot of time living underneath the tarp living uh, underneath the stars you know camping out so that kind of piqued my interest a lot um, further in the outdoors and uh, I decided to start to get into hunting and uh, I, I started off in a little bit of uh, everything and a little bit of big game a little bit of uh, bird hunting um, but once I shot my first duck, I remember that I was hooked to duck hunting. And uh, and from there, you know, I, I got into uh, goose hunting and uh, and uh, big game hunting and everything. So um, so, yeah, that's kind of it's uh, kind of my background in the hunting uh, hunting side of things. As far as fishing goes, uh, like I said, I. I grew up uh, fishing trout and PEI, and really, um, whenever I was growing up, um, I remember the first, the first fish that I recall calling, or that I recall catching, was uh, was on a rod that I found. I I, I kind of grew up on a, on a family farm, and I remember I was uh, poking around one of the uh, old barns on the farm. And I found a couple old fishing rods, and one of them was a uh, was an old bamboo rod, with uh, just like a it was like a cotton line on it, with uh, with an old rusted hook on the end of it, no reel or anything, just the line tied directly onto the bamboo. And I remember uh, grabbing that and wanting to go out to the stream with it. So my dad took me out. We put a worm on, and I caught my first fish on that rod without any reel, anything like that, right over top of a bridge. And, uh, and yeah, I was kind of hooked to fishing after that. I went down to the local gas station, picked up a a fishing rod. And then, like I said, I used to take it around with me everywhere I went, go dig up my own worms in the backyard or in the field. And, uh, it wasn't until, uh, I guess a little bit later on, uh, into high school, I started getting into using lures a little bit. And then, uh, and then whenever I moved to New Brunswick was really whenever I started uh, getting into fly fishing for the first time. And uh, same thing. It's like it's like uh, anything in the outdoors. As soon as I caught my first my first fish on a fly rod, it was almost like I didn't want to pick up the spin rod again after that. And, and I kind of uh, got hooked to fly fishing then too. So so that's where my uh, my uh, my experience and my background uh, comes from. Um, I'm also, uh, uh, fairly heavy into, uh, into, uh, just basically everything outdoors, hiking, camping, and I'm a bit of a, uh, gear geek as well. Uh, so I'm sure I'll be talking about, uh, a lot of different, uh, gear and stuff like that, uh, throughout this podcast. Um, I've also worked, uh, retail in the, uh, in the hunting world a little bit. I worked for three years, uh, selling guns, um, at a, at a big box store. Um, and I also sold hunting equipment and stuff like that, uh, kind of part-time. Um, so I, I've kind of, uh, been involved with the sales of, uh, stuff a little bit. So like I said, I'll probably be talking a little bit about, uh, about, uh, some, some, some gear and equipment and stuff like that. Next, I just want to kind of talk about how my uh, 2018 hunting season went this year. 
Um, so uh, I moved to a new area of the province this year, uh, which is uh, it's uh, pretty nice. It's a lot of people consider it uh, the not so great part of the province because it's into the prairies and it's away from the uh, away from the mountains and the foothills, which is some really good hunting. But um, it's excellent uh, mule deer habitat and excellent whitetail habitat and uh, a very nice flyway for waterfowl. So I was pretty excited to, to get posted um, out to out to Wayne right here. So um, I uh, I'm also this year I I'm I had a lot more time to uh, put towards hunting. Usually I'm working a lot in the in the fall and I miss a big chunk of hunting season. So I usually only get, you know, like the the first the first month in the last few weeks or whatever, but this year I was able to pretty much uh, put in a full 3 months of hunting, which was uh, a nice a real nice big change. So I started off the season um doing a lot of scouting uh even just starting off in july uh through to uh september to start to try to try to get some uh deer spots uh, patterned out try to find some uh some good waterfowl spots and try to talk to some landowners and get permission all that kind of stuff so uh in alberta here the season starts uh first of september uh, for, uh, waterfowl and also for, uh, for archery. So for, uh, for mule deer and for whitetail archery. So by the time September rolled around, I'd already had a good month and a half of, uh, of scouting in. So I, uh, started off, uh, hard on the, on the geese right away and, uh, had some, had some really good success with, uh, goose hunting uh, this year, which was nice. Uh, it was, uh, pretty easy to get permission from a lot of the landowners around here. They were pretty good about it, which is quite a bit different from Edmonton because in Edmonton, it's, uh, everything's kind of checkerboard. It's, uh, small quarter sections that everybody owns that are scattered all over the place. And you have a large population that's kind of trying to fight for those fields where all the geese are hitting. So it's a little bit more difficult, but out here, there's so much agricultural land that, uh, and they're in big plots a lot of them are in big uh, full sections or even bigger than that so it's uh it's a little bit seems a little bit easier to get permission on the land out here so I started off the season uh, like I said hard at the geese and had uh had uh, um, really all through September had uh had some really good hunts with uh some limits on both uh uh geese and ducks i shot my first speckle belly goose this season which was a lot of fun um and we got into quite a few of them actually this year never got to shoot any snow geese but saw a lot of them hammer in the field so maybe next year i'm I'm gonna try to get set up for them um and got to shoot a good amount of ducks but i never really got uh got a very good water shoot in this year usually i i I like to get at least a, at least a handful of good water shoots in on ducks, but this year it was mostly all uh, dry land agricultural. I did hunt a little bit on a ducks unlimited slough, but uh, it wasn't the it wasn't the greatest. So I also got to take a, a few people out for their first time uh, waterfowl hunting. I took one of my friends out for his first waterfowl hunt ever, and he got the limit out on on ducks his first his first ever hunt. So that was pretty good. And I also took uh, another buddy out for his uh, first ever goose hunt, and we got to get into some pretty big flocks of lessers, which was uh, pretty nice. But the the day never worked out quite as good as uh, as I had hoped, but it w- it was nice either way.
And uh, during September, I also, uh, this was my first real uh, archery season, so I also uh, uh, tried to fit some uh, some archery hunting into uh, the mix as well in between uh, sh- trying to shoot uh, geese and scouting for geese and everything. So I uh, I had, like I said, I had been scouting one area for, for um, right through from July, and I had uh, my ground blind set up there and everything. And uh, one of the first days of the season, probably the fourth or something, um, I was sitting in it, and I had a pretty good encounter with uh, with two does that walked 12 yards away from me. But I decided to hold off because I had uh, been seeing some uh, real nice uh, – real nice uh bucks in that area so i decided to hold off um and then the next time i came back to hunt that spot somebody had decided to steal my trail camera and my blind and my whole setup and they left me a pretty nasty note trying to scare me saying that it was uh not public land where i know 100 percent it was public land so i i reported it and everything but nothing ever happened from it so that pretty much uh pretty much cooked that spot for me um for whitetail anyway so i i set up uh around that area uh but i didn't i didn't really hunt it until rifle and uh then i also did some mule deer hunting um which was awesome it was my first year actually uh hunting mule deer and i i think it's uh something that i'm gonna invest quite a bit of time in uh the upcoming years because it was uh definitely the way that i like to hunt so i got to got to do a bit of mule deer hunting spot and stock uh, which was pretty good i had uh i had few uh few real good opportunities and i had one actually where i uh did a real long stock it took probably um well it was at least an hour and a half two hour stock got into position got uh, uh under 40 yards on uh two bucks uh one of them was uh was watching me pretty good and the other one had his head down didn't no care in the world and uh i i got up launched an arrow and watched it go right over top of his back and then both of them bounded off so i wasn't able to connect with the bow during archery season but I was okay. It was my first year, real year archery hunting, and I, I think I'm, I'm pretty hooked to it now. So I'll probably be doing a lot more in the future. And then, uh, then we got into uh, rifle deer season. So I, like I said, I'd been scouting some areas out and uh, spent uh, spent some time. And it was about uh, I think the 13th of November, and I was able to uh, connect on a nice little uh, white tail buck uh little uh, uh four by four so uh that was uh pretty good i was pretty happy with that uh but that kind of put an end to my season for a little bit because my next tag wasn't starting until the end of november um so then i had uh late season uh primitive weapons muzzleloader hunt for uh, any sex any species and uh it's only a three-day hunt and the first day of that uh that tag i was able to um shoot a uh little um muley buck which was my first uh my first mule deer that i've ever shot so i was pretty happy with that he was uh he was pretty big body but he's a little bit three by three with uh with eye guards on both sides and uh his forks were uh snapped off on the on the uh the 
exact same spot on both sides so it was uh he had some good character for sure and uh and he was definitely a fighter because i whenever i was skinning him i found uh, a few marks in his meat in the back from uh from fighting so he was definitely a fighter and then that pretty well uh pretty well ended my season there um and that brings me to uh to now when i'm just uh getting ready to start shed hunting um maybe do a little bit more gross hunting the uh the gross season here uh, stays open until january so i still have a little bit of time with that and maybe uh, uh maybe be able to shoot a few more gross but um then i'm going to be focusing pretty hard on uh on trying to get some sheds um uh, part of uh shed hunting uh um uh, shed hunting competition i guess here in uh, here in alberta so um looking forward to to getting some getting some of them and uh yeah that's pretty much uh pretty much how my season went so it was pretty good uh for sure i met uh quite a few people in the area um joined the ducks unlimited chapter in my area here and and get to meet some landowners and uh so it was a good good first experience for uh for hunting in a new area and I'm looking forward to next year for sure. I think I'll have uh, a lot more time to scout, so I should have a better uh, better idea of uh, how my season's going to look next year. Okay, so that's the that's the rest of uh, of part two of this podcast, I guess. So I'll, I'll move on to the third part that I said we were going to talk about, and uh, I just want to talk about uh, what I'm going to be doing for uh, for the remainder of uh, of my. Uh, my podcast here my episodes coming up and kind of what i what i want to do for the channel here so um i think i'll uh i'll do um i'll do a few uh episodes uh kind of starting off with uh, uh in case anybody wants to anybody's trying to get into hunting they don't know where to start uh, uh things like that um they don't come from a hunting background I'll do uh, a few episodes talking about everything from uh, what you should buy as uh, your first gun if you're just getting into into uh, guns, uh, to what you should uh, hunt for your first species, to uh, how to go about uh, finding places to hunt, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I'll do uh, a, a few episodes probably on uh, on that to try to try to help some people out if they're uh, if they don't really know where to where to start uh, with hunting. And then uh, from there, I'll, I'll probably uh, do some, uh, might do some gear reviews, um, kind of talk about what I'm up to, um, just just kind of share uh, share my stories uh, from the outdoors. So uh, that's kind of what I'm planning on doing. Uh, if uh, you're interested in checking out anything that I'm uh, got going on, I'm going to be starting up a YouTube channel as well um, under Canadian uh, Outdoor Addict, uh, so you can check that out. I'll probably uh, be doing the same type of videos over there just kind of showing what i'm doing uh, uh all the times i'm outdoors and uh maybe doing some uh some videos to get people started some gear reviews all the same kind of stuff over there and uh if you if you want to check out uh any of my uh, uh pictures that i've uh, taken of uh previous hunts or uh previous uh fishing trips or uh stuff like that you can um you can check out my uh my instagram page um logan m seven 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 and uh and that should uh 
uh, has lots of lots of lots of pictures of uh, what I've done in the past and and stuff like that. So if you're interested, you can go check that out. So before I finish off, I just want to say that uh, um, everybody should try to get involved with uh, with a conservation organization uh, in your area, whether it's uh, just donating or uh, actually volunteering or uh, anything like that. But we all take from this uh, great resource, which is uh, our outdoor wilderness, public lands, uh, things like that. So uh, it's worth it to to give back to the resource that we take from. So some of those uh, organizations would be um, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, Ducks Unlimited, Delta Waterfowl, Trout Unlimited, uh, Pheasants Forever, uh, the list goes on. So uh, so I would urge you, um, if you do uh, spend a lot of time in the outdoors, you enjoy public lands, then I would uh, definitely suggest that you uh, take some time or uh, donate some money to those causes because it's going to be going to, uh, to a good cause. So that's all. Uh, that's all I have for today. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening this far. If you listen this far, and I uh, I look forward to to uh, hearing from anybody if they have any comments, questions, or uh, or anything like that. And uh, stay tuned for some uh, some more episodes coming up. Thanks.